When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. This is off-season blueprint episode 3.0 here on Purple Daily, boys. Yes. Do it. We're going to put these Mr. Miyagi hands on yep. the Vikings roster. Yep. And we're going to fix it for the long haul. We're getting or, closer, we'll, we'll, too. We're getting closer. We know a little bit more. We Senior do. Senior Bowl's the, done. Senior Bowl's done. NFL Combine starts in, like, three weeks from this week. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's when, like, legal, the real legal or illegal tampering happens. Right. And then in six weeks, not even six weeks, like five weeks from now, NFL free agency opens. So yep, we're going to go through, and by the way, we're going to start with Kirk Cousins may have left a couple clues as his media tour continued. So we're going to play a clip for you here shortly, and then we're going to do an off-season blueprint where we essentially run the Vikings off-season as if we were the front office. Mm-hmm. But Judd, tell the audience how they can lose some weight here. Maybe the audience is looking to get in shape during the off-season. Huh? Where should they turn to? Well, it's it's one-stop shopping. It's very simple. It's my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who a couple of years ago helped me drop 40 pounds. And you know what? Since then, things have gotten even better because they are now offering breakthrough weight loss medications in their center locations. Uh, the new medical weight loss program offers GLP-1 medications that will support you in overcoming those barriers, those biological barriers that can make losing weight so difficult. Livia is going to help you every step of the way. They're going to help you keep that weight off. And now they're going to help you through a new means. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Hey, we're back. The button oh, bar there is it back. Is. Nice. Let's go. There it is. I Let's saw go. your excitement. I'm, I'm like, Phil, are you going to join? <laughs> oh. I mean, are you Let's going go. to... <laughs> Livia.com right now. You're like, I'm going to join myself. But yes, I'm glad the button bar's back. The button bar's back. Hey, okay. the button bar's okay. back. <laughs> okay, let's play a clip here. So the Kirk Cousins media tour has been just on fire the last few weeks. This is, let's just call it what it is, a very strategic tour through national outlets, 
news Associated Press, CBS. Uh, he's done some hits on some other big platform shows to show, hey, we got a month until free agency. I'm alive. I'm going through my rehab. I'm doing my Kirk thing. This is a clip from his interview with Sky Sports over the weekend, international sports platform. Here. Let's just take a listen. So many people who ask, including friends and family, are surprised to learn that the conversations really don't begin until March. So right. I would love to know where I'm going. I would love to get those conversations going now. I'm just sitting at home watching the playoffs. Don't have much going on ex except for rehab. But I really have to wait until the first couple of weeks of March to begin those conversations. So that's what we're doing. We're just waiting it out. And time will tell as those final head coaching vacancies fill and teams start to decide how they want to draft, how they want to handle free agency. We'll start to figure out, and you know, including my own team with the Vikings, we'll, we'll learn where I'm going to end up. But uh, I got a few more weeks to wait. Look at him. He's got the for the, for the audio audience. He's got wow. He's got like a I guess it's a cardigan, like a button up navy blue cardigan with the collared shirt, the tie. Might even be J Crew. This might even be outside of like his J C Penney's Coles Cash Coles type I, that's of situation. How, I think he got the outfit. You didn't think yeah. he got the outfit at Coles? No. That doesn't look like Coles, right? That looks a little J Crew to me. Very J Crew. It does look a little more J Crew. Mm -hmm. You know. Old school maybe preppy? I could see Express for Men maybe, Express, maybe outfitting yeah, maybe. his media tour. Okay. But I guess my question to you is, did that sound like a guy that was ready to sign back with the Vikings and agree to whatever they've been offering him? Well, no, absolutely not. It's what we've been talking about. Look, I mean, I'll continue to say this. Why is Kirk Cousins, if, if, he, is, if he has a chance right now to establish a market, why is he going to just resign here and be like, whatever? Like, I, I do think that he was willing to take some type of, in his mind, I should say, okay? So in his mind, I think a year a year ago in March, he was willing to take some type of, like, discount or favorable contract, in his opinion, to the Vikings. And the Vikings said, sorry, hard pass. So, yes, he tore his Achilles. But to what you just said, Phil, he is going through a media tour de force. I mean, the dude has went has went out and got a setup now in an office, like he's not he's not in the couch now, which you know he, he used to. That's a like, home office, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I mean, it's okay. it's very nicely done. He is obviously prepared. And Super Bowl week, I'm guessing he's going to Vegas, and I'm guessing he's going to do the exact same thing. Um, so no, this this sounds like a guy who, to his credit, is going to maximize his ability to get the biggest to get one more payday possible. Um, so I see nothing there that says, oh yeah, he's back. I see everything that says he's back if he gets what he wants here. And I don't know that that's going to be the case. He is a hall of fame negotiator yeah. from the, exactly. Hey, look, look at, look at my big smile on TV here. Everyone, everything's going great. I'm just watching the playoffs like everybody else is. And you know, oh shucks. People just don't really realize friends and family that the process doesn't really heat up until March. Well, I think it was uh, was it Adam Patrick on Vikings Twitter found a screenshot of the year that Drew Brees re-signed. It was the same year that Cousins signed with the Vikings. Right. Drew Brees re-signed with the Saints middle of February, like Super Bowl week, basically. Didn't even let himself get to the open market because Drew Brees cared less about milking his value for every cent and penny that it's worth and cared more about going back to the Saints and finishing something that they were building. So to me, like I watch that clip and I think, I mean, there's still a chance he could go back to the Vikings, 
but he wants to damn sure figure out what the other two or three teams, the Falcons, the Steelers, the Raiders, other teams that need quarterbacks are going to offer so that the Vikings know what the price tag is. Right. And by the way, I don't think he's taken Tuesdays off during negotiating season. I can tell you that. Wow. Well, I hear, here's the thing. If watching that clip, he is now also slipped in fully to politician mode. Like that's a politician right there. That's not a, I hope I get a contract or I hope I'm getting the most, like, look at that. He's in a tie. He's in a cardigan. He has established a a really nice setup for how he's going to talk to Sky Sports. And Like, can you imagine some, you know, Daniil Hunter ain't going to get himself a setup for Sky Sports. He might not even talk to Sky Sports. Everything about this, and I love the, well, it doesn't start till March. Yeah, okay. First of all, you don't have to wait till March. External Second, teams can't well, start till March. But but That's, you know what that says? But you know what that says? That says to me the plot, the political hot potato here. This says to me, I'm going to say this on purpose because the Vikings know that if this goes to the start of the league year, I think it's March 13th, they're out. Yeah. So if they want to come to me with an offer that I deem to be appropriate, they can. But I, but right now, you know, talks don't start till March. Yeah, talks don't start till March. Dude, you remember he is... got a full tour of the Twin Cities when he was here for the Super Bowl in eighteen. And again, I'm not faulting him, but Correct. let's let's see through the the charade here, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, he is he is one of the most calculated players in the entire NFL. I don't think there's any debating that. Now, either you're fine with that, and that's great, and hey, he deserves to go get his money, despite the fact that it might not be in the Vikings' best interest to pay him coming off an Achilles, like 40 or 45 million. Sure. But I, man, that was, we've seen the full evolution of like, you know, player Kirk getting hurt, kind of going off the grid. And now he is, this is like when Clark Kent goes into the phone booth and turns into Superman for Kirk. He goes into the phone booth and negotiator Kirk, corporate quarterback, Kirk, free agent Kirk comes out with the cardigan and the tie (laughs) and the office set up. Hey, everybody, big smile. It's almost like there's a cue card behind the camera. Don't forget to smile big and tell them that the negotiations don't start till March. It's funny. It feels like it for uh, for the succession fans out there. He is much more like Kendall on the football field, but he is Logan Roy in the boardroom. Yep. Yeah, he, he is. He's He's got some flaws. He's 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 mostly pretty sound. You know what you're getting. But when it's boardroom time, no, no, no. Kendall is out, and Logan's got that cardigan on, and he's going to get that deal bleep off. It's it's so going to happen. going to happen. Yeah. So, okay. So that as kind of a springboard for the off-season blueprint episode here, 3.0. We've done two different versions of this, obviously. And uh, and we, we kind of divvy this up into three different chunks. We've got chunk number one, which is create cap space. Chunk number two is free agency, the internal and the external guys. And then chunk number three, or phase number three, I guess, if you will, is uh, the mock draft simulator, which we will go through. So let's start with the cap space situation. And I'll just say, even before we get into this, I think with Kirk doing the Sky Sports thing and saying, hey, March is kind of the time where this stuff heats up. I mean, he's telling you, I'm going to hit the market. I don't think the Vikings are winning a bidding war. So for this particular blueprint, I think we can start with okay, Kirk's gone. Kirk has yep. signed with the Falcons. Are you guys okay with that? Yes, and I, I will say this. We're, we're going to get pushback on one thing, and I'll explain it quickly here. So Kirk could, the Vikings could go to Kirk, and Kirk could technically say, 
uh, the dead cap hits, I'll push that date back. And so then you can start, you know, th- then they could involve themselves in the bidding war. But here's my question. Kirk's not doing that for free. So, like, again, I don't see how this works. Like, if Kirk if Kirk wanted to stay here really badly, he's obviously going to sign before March 13th. So, but but we're going to get, if we don't bring that subject up, it's going to be pushback of, you guys ignored this on purpose. So, we understand that. I just don't see that he's necessarily going to be agreeable to doing the Vikings a favor when it doesn't pay off for him at all. Yeah, so, that's yes. fair. And so, and again, we can do it. We'll do another one. I'm sure we'll do at least like five of these and we can do another one where the Vikings do bring him back. Maybe they bring him back. The one, the one scenario we haven't done is they bring him back for like a big time market rate of 45 million or 40 million or something. And then we can figure out how to work around that contract. But for this exercise, we're going to say Vikings have decided to move on from Kirk. And by the way, it feels like that's what's happening right now. It feels like the Vikings going back to last spring have said, Here's what we are offering. It's one year of guarantees, and then we need to have flexibility. And Quasi even talked about wanting to maintain flexibility. Kirk feels like he's pushing for at least two years of guarantees and certainty. Yep. And unless one of the two parties budges, they're going to part ways. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Yeah, and and the so the variable here though back back to your point about him actually getting a maximum deal is this, and it's been implied in a couple of things I've read of late, which is if the Wolves do step in and say Kirk is our guy, so like we do have to be aware of that possibility. Yep. But I think from a football operation standpoint, I think you're right. Yep. So okay, right now according to over the cap, the Vikings have twenty million dollars in effective cap space that puts them kind of middle of the pack in the NFL. So like Vikings have 20 million in effective cap space. Commanders have 63 million Titans have 62 Patriots, Colts, Texans, Bengals all have over 50 million in effective cap space. Lions, bears, Buccaneers, Raiders, Cardinals all have at least 30 million. And then the Panthers, Rams and Falcons all have more than the Vikings right now. Now, there's some teams right now, like the Saints, who are always in cap hell. They have $90 million to, to figure out how to take off the books to hit the cap number. The Dolphins are $59 million over. So there's a wide range. A lot of things can happen. There's restructures. There's players that could be released, whatever. So the Vikings are kind of middle of the pack in cap space. It'd be nice to create some more cap space. Here's the thing. By saying goodbye to Kirk, you're not creating more than $20 million in cap space for this year because you have to eat the dead cat penalty from his previous contract of 28 and a half. Mm-hmm. So you'd be just kind of swallowing that finally. And then your books would be clear from Kirk cousins cap hell starting in 2025. Last time we did this exercise. When, so how do we go from 20 million to like 40 million or something, something more in cap space? Yep. So uh, last time we cut Harrison Smith and that saved 11 and a half million dollars. We cut Dean Lowry and Patrick Jones, just a couple of 
Jags, Wouldn't I guess. would change a thing. A couple of guys. 3.0, okay. I'm not changing a thing. And that saves $3.5 million in, in cap space. And then we extended Justin Jefferson for, for five years and a crazy boatload of money, which actually relieves you in the short term. It saves you $8 million in cap space for this year, but then it obviously po- puts like 30 to $35 million per year on the books going forward. Uh, any qualms with those three moves? Cutting Harrison Smith, cutting Dean Lowry, Patrick Jones, and then extending Justin Jefferson? No. All good. Perfect. Good. I'm still mm-hmm. with the plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we've decided also to keep Harrison Phillips, Byron Murphy Jr., Garrett Bradbury, Nick Mullins, and C.J. Ham at their current contract numbers. Long story short, we actually went through this whole exercise on the first version, the the 1.0. We kind of fought about some of these guys, but the cap savings isn't enough to justify opening up like a starting center position, for instance, right. is what we sort of landed on. Right. So we're at least the problem is like you can say goodbye to Bradbury and save like two million dollars, but now you need a starting center. Yeah, it doesn't and you've sense. only saved two million dollars. So if we do that, Jefferson extension, Harrison Smith, thank you for the service time. Goodbye. Dean Lowry, Patrick Jones, gone. That gets us an additional twenty three million dollars in projected cap space for this year, which puts us at forty three million dollars in cap space. Good number to be yeah, at. Nice little dough. Not terrible. Okay. Nope. Um, so, by the way, that Jefferson contract that we landed on, we're using Nick Bosa as the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. So Jefferson's kind of pushing for something like that. So something in the ballpark of five years, $175 million, $35 million, $50 million signing bonus, $125 million guaranteed, starting in 2025. So he, that contract would be, so you'd, you'd have him for six years basically under contract. Right. So, okay. So now we go into free agency. We'll start with the internals and we'll go external. We have $43 million in space and we can manipulate that. And we'll explain that as we go. Kirk Cousins is the number one internal free agent. We have decided so long. Have mm-hmm. fun in Atlanta. Right. Yep. Have yep. fun on Sky Sports with your cardigan. Oh, it's been a great run. Peace out. Um, it, let's just say if he was that close to re-signing with the Vikings, he's not going on all these national, international media platforms and telling the world how much he's looking forward to what the process brings in March, right? So go ahead and explore the process. For this exercise, he's gone. Daniil Hunter, what do you guys want to do here? The projected extension for him or the projected contract in free agency is three years, $65 million, according to PFF. So $22 million a year. What do you want to do? What are we doing in the first round of the draft? Do, do we know? Like, Because that, to me, is is the key. Are we... Well, are we've we, moved well, off Kirk. Yeah. So. Right, but, but are, are we going to try and get Penix late first round, second round, and get a bridge guy? Or are we going to try and go trade up and go big game hunting? Yeah. I think that, to me, is imperative to, to know the answer on Hunter. But that being said, my first inclination is I would like to keep him. And in in the order of operations, unfortunately, we have to make that decision to re-sign Hunter before we really know what's going to happen in the draft. So I would say re-sign Hunter. And then if you want to take the quarterback, like Judd's talking about, that we can talk about that, but we, you have to, they can't wait on that decision. They might have the internal decision of, Hey, here's where we're going to go. We're going to re-sign Hunter. And then we're going to draft a quarterback, but we have to, you have to re-sign Hunter first before you really make that, decision 
Yeah, I mean, Declan's right. We don't get the luxury. We can sit here and say to Judd's point, and by the way, this is the exact conversation that they're probably having internally too, right? We don't know what we're going to do in the draft yet. We can sit here and say, okay, boys, we said goodbye to Kirk. Right. By any means necessary, we are trading up into the top three. Exactly. But that's that's not in your control necessarily. Well, and how much would you have to overpay to make that happen too? But, I mean, that trade could be made in early March, right? It could be. Like, could like, if, be. I'm, like if I'm going to go, I, I'm just saying. I mean, if, we, should we, do you want to do that right now? No. Because we I'm, could open up. We could open if up. If I'm hey, KOC, I'm We've got I'm the mock simulator right here. I've got it's some right tough here. questions to ask. I, I got some tough questions. But, uh, yeah, sorry, these, sorry, these are all conversations. But, yes, let's just say for now, that's fine. I, I'm with Dex on that. I would like to bring Hunter back. Okay. He's well, just. Player. And I think I do too, but just to play devil's advocate, if you were to, let me pull up the Vikings cap calculator here on overthecap.com. Okay. If you were to say goodbye to Kirk this year, and then if you were to also say goodbye to Daniil Hunter, so you'd have to eat $42.5 million. We're going to just, we're going to say goodbye, and we're going to say goodbye to these guys right here. Uh, if you if you didn't bring those guys back, you definitely eat the forty two million. And by the way, the projected cap is two hundred forty million dollars, maybe maybe between two forty and two fifty. So it's a huge it's a huge pill to swallow. But then in two thousand twenty five, this doesn't count the Jefferson extension. But you'd be like top five in cap space in a year from now, and you could use that money for this year and next year to sign younger free agents, Christian Wilkins. Matabuike, like there's some edge rushers out there that aren't quite Daniel Hunter caliber, but just saying, like you could you could say goodbye to both those guys and just decide, you know what, we're gonna get younger, we're gonna have some extra money to play with in free agency for some 26 year old instead of a 29 year old. I don't see the Vikings doing that with both guys. Well, what do you want to do? Who cares what they would do? You definitely could. Um, I think you keep. I think you keep Daniel. Because Flores has done a great job, and if I peel him away, I'm asking a lot more. Um, I want to free up cap space, but I also don't don't want the defense to actually potentially, if things don't go well, have really limited pass rushing options. Yeah. So if it's up to me, Kirk goes, Daniel stays. Okay. Yeah. You agree, Declan? Yep. Go with that. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely in the keep Daniel Hunter around uh, side of things too. Three year contract though, right? So it'd like be a three three, three years three. with basically two years guaranteed. So okay. the the contract, and we're using the PFF projections here: three years, sixty five million, forty million guaranteed. So if we if we structure it this way, fifteen million dollar signing bonus, so he gets paid a lot right away. With a $5 million base in 2024. So he's going to get 20 million. Here's $20 million for you right away. He might want a little bit more. You might have to go a little higher on that, but on the base. If you did it that way, and then it's $20 million base, and then a $25 million base next two years, his cap number for 2024 would go up $3 million from where it's at right now. So by doing the contract this way, and there's a couple different ways you could probably do it, but this is, I'm kind of just going off of like some recent comparable examples around sure. the league. We're going to actually decrease our cap space with this contract extension. So now we have $40 million in 2024 cap space, but we're sitting in a pretty good space beyond 2024 yep. 
because we got rid of the Kirk Cousins Albatross contract. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, the other internal guys here, and we've again we've gone through this exercise a couple times, so we can kind of speed through this. But I keep fighting for Brandon Powell because the Vikings, like, you're going to need like a trinket player. So Brandon Powell, we're fine with that. One point five. We also need to account for a kicker worth two million dollars. Greg Joseph, I think, is a free agent or another kicker for two million. Yep. And then a couple like backup veteran offensive linemen, your Austin Schlotman type guys. So that pool together is another like five million dollars, which brings us to thirty five million dollars in cap space. OK, I know Declan in the past has fought for Dalton Reisner. So let's do this real quick, because. There's a there's a bunch of external free agents we're going to talk about here. The best external guards, the Vikings don't have a starting left guard right now because Dalton Reisner is a free agent. Ezra Cleveland was traded. The external guards we talked about were Kevin Dotson from the Rams and Robert Hunt from the Dolphins, but those guys are going to cost you like $17.5 million a year, but they are among the top five or ten guards in the NFL. Dalton Reisner was graded well below average, especially as a run blocker. He was pretty good in pass protection, but he was not like anywhere near the caliber of a Kevin Dotson or a Hunt. But according to PFF, he would cost you only $8 million versus $17.5 million. Mm -hmm. And so you'd have money to spend in other areas if you wanted to. Declan, would you like to fight for Dalton Reisner at eight versus like a top or like a, a draft pick or somebody else that would be more expensive. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would just make this easier, bring him back. Um, I think it'd be worth having him here regardless. So yes, I would, I would fight to keep Dalton Reisner here in this scenario. It's not as much about, is he the best option right. period? It's about where am I going to spend? Yeah. Would you want to spend elsewhere? You could Let's draft say- another guard, like in the middle rounds too. Uh, let's say for the sake of this that, that we do bring him back. Okay. I don't love it, but there's but there's potentially <laughs> bigger this fish is, to This sounds fry. like it pains you to bring him back, actually. Well, I would really like to upgrade at guard, and I've been talking about it for like a month, but the issue is in this scenario, I'm curious with as much potential cap space as we can carry, what we can do with like a splash move or two. Yeah. Especially with Kirk gone. Okay. So we're going to, yeah, let's, so Dalton Reisner is coming back and maybe another year in the system. Okay. Yeah. Seemed to be, like, his teammates seemed to like him. You know, he was always the first guy at the end of a big play to run down there and like help his teammate well, he up. karate chopped a guy one time or something. He got <laughs> excited. The guy. He kicked. kicked the guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So Dalton Reisner's back. Okay. So we now have. And by the way, we could kind of we can play some uh, some math games on this. It could be a two year contract. It's projected at eight million dollars, but we could like little signing bonus prorate the signing yeah. bonus. So we could we could we could get away with maybe it only costing the Vikings five million in cap space for this year. Mm-hmm. So we'll do it that way. So we still have thirty million dollars in cap space. KJ Osborne internal. Probably say goodbye. Yeah, bye bye. Yeah, he's gone. Goodbye. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. He's gone. You go. The other guys are just like Austin Schlotman, Questenberry. On defense, DJ Wanham, Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport, Jonathan Bullard are all guys who started games for you last year that are free agents. You want to and, fight for any of these guys to come back. And Davenport's going to cost you to let him go. Screw but, that guy. Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. he's not back. Yeah. There's no way no. that guy is brought back. Uh, Wanham on a very reasonable contract because 
he's recovering from the injury, I would bring back. I think, think he's a, he could... I think he's a serviceable player, um, but the injury does scare me, but I'm not paying him much. Could we do, like, what do you think is reasonable? I'm with you. Like, bring him back as a depth guy off yeah. an injury. I mean, you need guys like, like DJ two, $3 million, $3 million cap it. Say two. He's hurt. Let's, okay. let's low let's low ball his ass and see what happens. We might be wrong on this number. It might be more like five or something. But... Well, then he's gone. I ain't bringing him back at five. <laughs> let's call it three. Let's just call it three. Okay. Three million dollar okay. cap. Okay. okay. So now we're down to, okay. We got some depth there. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point. We're down to 27 million in cap space. Um, and then like Troy Dye, Kyrus Tonga, I just, just whatever. Troy Dye is good on special teams. Tonga, I think, is just a jag. And you can bring those guys back. It, yeah. And, and it would probably not even register in your top 51. We'll bring them back salaries. in April, okay? Like, it, okay. It, like before yeah. we, we all go to Bermuda or something, <laughs> we'll call, we'll, we'll say, you know what, Troy Dye's agent, take it or leave it because I'm about to get on a plane and go sun myself Yeah, in May or something. So now we get to the external free agency portion of this. And I think we should start the conversation with what do we need the most here? What are the biggest needs? And then we can kind of go into the okay the actual names and the price tags here. Defensive tackle, I still think. Okay. Um, I, if I bring Hunter back, I would like to get a complimentary, because I don't know about Juan himself, a complimentary rush end, but it doesn't have to be like a big name. Could be draft flash. Mm-hmm. Cornerback? Yeah, I mean, they don't have a number one cornerback. I mean, those are three spots immediately that come to mind. I don't think on uh, offense. I like, mean, there's a, a running back. Huge one. A running, well, yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going out and signing a quarterback to a, a huge contract here, are you? Well, we need a we need a quarterback, yeah, a bridge the, guy, a bridge guy. But it, I mean, it's going to cost you something. Oh, you, yeah, I don't I don't think you're going in. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, because this would be an option. Would you go in? You say goodbye to Kirk. He's in Atlanta. Would you go into the draft with Nick Mullins and Jaron Hall as your only quarterbacks under contract? I'd prefer not to. I'd sign. I I would sign a bridge guy, but I'm not. And and yes, it would cost you something. But I'm not taking any like huge risk here. Of let's go sign this QB Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'm out of all of that crap. Okay, so like the only way that would work is if the Vikings made the trade to move up in the draft like weeks before the draft. Like to go into the draft, like oh yeah, that's the only that's the only path that that would probably make sense. Which we could. I mean, we at Mm -hmm. any point here, we could go into the mock draft simulator. And trade up into the top three. Yeah. Or we could try to. Yeah. Do you want to try to? <sighs> yeah, see see what it's gonna cost us. Okay. Dex, let's pop this up here, okay. Dex. Let's just now see I will cost. say that we may have to manipulate this because oftentimes for whatever reason the PFF cost to move up is not as high as it would be if there's a they're going off of like the draft value chart, not considering if there's four teams trying to do it you're not going off the draft value chart anymore. You're going off of what's the best offer. So we're going to enter the draft. We won't do the whole thing, obviously. But uh, let's call the, who do you want to call? Patriots? Uh, Patriots probably make the most sense. Call the Patriots? Because I don't think Chicago is going to trade with you and Washington probably is going to 
try and trade up themselves with the Bears. So we'll swap the 11 and the 3. Again, if we kick in the 42 mm-hmm. and like a future first, it says that they will accept it. But I'm wondering if that's not enough in reality. If no, if, the, I agree. if it would actually cost you more than that. Yes, it would. And I think it would like cost like you, you're yeah. probably have to kick in your second round pick next year too. Yep. Which again, PFF would allow us to do it this way, but yeah. would, would would let's let's root this in reality as much as we can. Would yeah. you give up? Would you give up? You'd swap the first rounds this year, your second this year, your second next year, and your first round pick next year to move from eleven to three. First, second, first, second. Yes, if I'm getting my quarterback mm. in the future, yes. Yeah, if I if I absolutely love Jaden Daniels, Daniels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's that remains to be seen. But at least that's a, I, I think that's a plausible trade. Like if we pull the trigger, I think that's the type of trade. Would you want to do this now in early March so that we can have a better idea of what our free agency plan is? Or do you want to yeah. go through free agency and then no, you no, do it? No, I, I, I would do it now. If, if we're going to do it, I'd do it now. Do it. Okay, boys. Here we go. I'm gonna, I mean, they're going to accept it. I'm going to offer it. They're going to accept it. Trade accepted. There we go. Up to three. Oh, God. The, the fans are going nuts. Wow, dude. Spring training's been forgotten. This is wild. So we so we now, it's uh, let's call it the beginning of March here. We're planning out our free agency, and we now know we have the number three overall pick. We also know that we don't have another pick until, like, the fourth round. So we have a first, right. a fourth, and then next year we have a third, and then the rest of our picks. So we don't have a ton. This is where like signing some younger free agents is going to be important. Mm-hmm. This is where now I don't know that I would sign a thirty-year-old free agent because I want to make sure I'm I'm if I'm signing pieces, I want them to be part of a three-year plan. Yep. So absolutely, we can we can pop this off here, Dex, and go back to free agent land. So okay. So we uh, do you still want to sign a bridge quarterback? Do you want to sign? I think here's what this probably does. Instead of signing like Gardner Minshew for nine million dollars. And I'm going off the PFF projected contracts here. Maybe you're in the Ryan Tannehill for five and a half million range or the Jacoby Brissett for six and a half million range. Jacoby Brissett sounds like the exact. Yes. Okay. That would you, like exact would you cut Nick Mullins to save? Oh yeah. Two yeah, million dollars. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. No problem there. <laughs> the irresponsibility. Right, just just, I can't take it. I'm done. Okay, so we're back to twenty nine million in cap space, and we just cut Nick Mullins. Bye, Nick. Sorry, guy. Thanks, thanks for your service <laughs> and overconfidence. So, uh, t- give me a bridge quarterback that you guys want. Tannehill at five and a half, two year deal, get pretty much all guaranteed, two year guaranteed. He's thirty six. Minshew at nine million a year. Uh, yeah, no, no, I agree. With or you. Jacoby Brissett for uh, six and a half. Do Brissett now. Jacoby. Go yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, that's that's the type of guy I'd get. Okay. So yep. Jacoby Brissett, six and a half million cap hit would probably be like four million when you do the, you know, the finagling. So we'll call it. We have twenty five million in cap space left. Stella is a huge she fan is, of this signing too. Isn't she, she is mad at the neighbors. I, I don't know why, <laughs> but she is mad at the neighbors. Hold. <laughs> he muted yeah. himself to yell at Stella. Okay, yeah, I, I just brought the hammer down. The audio audience is so confused right now. Um, okay, where do you want to go from here? We got our we got our bridge quarterback. We said defensive tackle, edge, cornerback. Here's some names that have been thrown out on the last two 
top free agent target episodes. So let's start with interior defensive line. Grover Stewart. Now, he's 30 years old, though. But he's your big, like, 325-pound space hogger in the middle that the Vikings have lacked, right? Yep, yep. Then you've got the you've got the big like these are the some of the top dudes on the market. Christian Wilkins, interior uh, defensive tackle who can rush the passer, and Justin Matabuike. These would be like twenty to twenty five million dollar pieces. And then you also have uh, you've got a cornerback option that Judd threw out there. Kendall Fuller, who has is super durable. He's played almost every snap for the Commanders the last four years. Going to be twenty nine years old. Antoine Winfield Jr. as a defensive back, a safety at 25 and a half years old. Interesting. So where do you guys want to start here? I'd like to start with the possibility of one of those two big defensive tackles. And they're both extremely expensive, but that that would be, but my God, if I could get a guy like that, like that's a game changer for Flores. That's a guy who's going to potentially be, be here uh, for an extended period of time. So it's not, you know, it's not an old, because that's the problem. Grover is old Grover. For, for a football player. Grover Sturt is old. So like, yeah. Metabuike is 26. Yeah, exactly. So Christian Wilkins is 20. One of those two, 28. But, 28. One, of the, but one of those two is where I would love to start. Okay. Let's start beef up front and good beef. Let's start with the beef up front. Let's do that. Let's 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 go for Matt Abuike, man. Sixty-four sure. pressures and fourteen sacks in the interior, and twenty-six. Yeah, love you it. could you could play him alongside Harrison Phillips. Now the projected contract is four years, ninety-two million dollars, twenty-three million dollars a year. Yep. So he'd be one of the most expensive defensive players in the league. Sixty million guaranteed. So almost like three years guaranteed, but it, but he'd be in his prime. And this is the type of move the Vikings have made before. They they go out and they they find their interior guys. So are we good on that? We're gonna oh yeah from one from one purple to another. I'm fine with it. Yes, I love this. Okay. So uh, we're jazzed. probably talking about let's call it like a 15 million dollar cap hit in year one. Okay. Because you'd give them a big signing bonus and go from there. So that leaves us with about 10 million dollars. Now we do need some space for the number three overall pick here. So we don't have, we have, we have room for maybe like one smaller signing in free agency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of the problem with this. We don't get to build out a ton of depth. I'm trying to see if anyone else, like, is there like a running back on here? Would you at this point, probably not in free agency. You probably just draft a running back, right? Yeah. Cause Tony, you can get Tony Pollard, but it's going to be like $8 million yeah. a year. Yeah, I'd yeah, like I Tony. Josh Jacobs one. is 13, you know? Yeah. I think you'd have to draft one. Okay. Um, and the cornerback options, you're now you're talking about guys that are like less expensive than Byron Murphy yeah. Jr. So you're kind of They're older, but our defensive, but on defense, we now have Jacoby, uh, Daniel Hunter, Justin Matabuike. It's a nice little spot mm-hmm. to start. You've got one of the best edge rushers and one of the best interior pass rushers. Probably have to go find somebody. Now, Andrew Van Ginkle is only projected to be two years, six and a half million dollars a year. Compliment to Hunter. We could probably go get him. And now the def- now the defensive front is incredible, and we could kind of manipulate the money there to still save room for our draft picks. Do we need um? Do we need to get another vet corner? 
because you're not going to draft one now because it's good. You know, I, I think you just, what, give up your first or second round pick? Um, That would be my right. only question is, do you need to go get a vet? Because I just don't trust Booth. And if we think if Evans is going to bounce back, but he also doesn't stay healthy consistently. So yeah. I just have real, I have real trepidation about my depth of cornerback. Let me just see. We don't have to get into the weeds on like all these guys, but when you start to get toward the back end of the PFF top 155, just like the available corners, uh, you know, $7 million for Adore Jackson. Uh, Keyshawn Nixon is $4 million. Sean Murphy bunting $4 million. So you're probably talking like four to seven million, four to six million for a veteran corner. Or like five ish, six ish million for like a Van Ginkle in edge. I think I think you call it. Would you rather have an edge or would you rather have a veteran cornerback here? I think I need a veteran cornerback. Yeah, cornerback? You need, you need okay. I just don't trust. I don't trust Booth. It, Evans, I think, is I think he might be fine, but he might be dicey. I trust Blackman. I trust Murphy, but I just think that you have to build up some depth. Agreed. Okay. So we'll do that then, and then that leaves us with enough money to basically sign the number three overall pick, whoever that may be. So here's what we've done through free agency. We've traded up to the number three overall pick. We've said goodbye to Kirk Cousins. We've said hello again to Daniil Hunter. We've said hello to Jacoby Brissett as a bridge quarterback, just like a one-year, $6.5 million contract. We could even go a couple years for Jacoby and just smooth out the cap hit. Sure. Uh, we've brought in a massive home run free agent signing. Justin Matabuike is one of the top 10 available free agents on the market, one of the best defensive players in the league. And we signed a veteran cornerback. We also brought back Dalton Reisner, Brandon Powell. We said goodbye to KJ Osborne. We are bringing back DJ Wanham and hoping that he can come back from the injury. And that leaves us with the draft, boys. What would you say are the biggest holes on the roster now going into the draft? I would say another young edge rusher. Running back? Just because like we have other rounds to draft here. Running back, Running back. for sure. Okay. I'm going to make a list here. Guard? So many yeah, center guard. Like guard, in, young interior. interior. Yep, I like it. Okay, we'll go I-O-L. <laughs> and then I'll uh, we'll say edge. You can maybe, maybe another wide receiver if there's a burner that can. Sure. Because we're losing KJ Osborne. Fifth rounder, perhaps. Sixth rounder, just a sneaky wide receiver, Stefan Diggs type, who turns into a Pro Bowl player. Yeah, could see it. Could see it. Uh, So before we pop up this mock draft simulation, I think Stella's really barking because she wants her Nutrisource. I think that's what's happening. I wonder if that's true. Maya doesn't usually bark when she's hungry, but she comes up and will like, she'll like, She'll like slap you across the face hey. with her paw because she loves Nutrisource chicken and rice, baby. Well, what, what's sad is ordinarily the little girl that you're about to see, Stella, is you, you know she's judgmental, but a good girl. But right now she is melting down. In fact, I'm going to go give her a Nutrisource treat to shut her up. That's right, to buy her love because I'm a bad parent. So who cares? But at least she'll be happy. I'll be right back. All right, we'll do. Yeah, Vinster. <laughs> Vinster will do uh, similar things, too. And uh, he was really tired yesterday after playing with his brother. So luckily, you know, just to get him up, you know, hey, one more potty, one more potty break here. Just put a little Nutrisource treat in front of that nose, and they will just wake up immediately. And they'll just uh, they'll listen to you. Do whatever you want. Yeah. We found a new treat, too. It's like these little, like, almost like jerky sticks, these Nutrisource little, like, they're salmon-flavored. There's a oh, yeah. beef-flavored. 
Maya loves those things. Nutrisource is the official pet and dog food of Purple Daily here. You can find them online at NutrisourcePetFoods.com or you can find your local Nutrisource retailer as well. Uh, Zero Res is here to help clean your carpets and deep clean your home. So they have a 4.9 out of 5-star rating on Google with 17,000 reviews, which is bonkers. Mm-mm-mm. Judd's got his Nutrisource. Yeah, right bought there. her right. silence <laughs> with a Nutrisource <laughs> chicken treat. Congratulations. Now, why don't you have a couple, too? Uh, and if Judd spills any of those on the carpets, Zero Res can come in and deep clean the house. So call Zero Res and ask for the Score North special or go to the website, ZeroResMinnesota.com. Get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and a free hallway. And this month, take $75 off your air ducts getting cleaned. 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Ask for the Score North special and spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero-Res. I want a mock. Mock! Here we go. I want to. Boys, we have the number three overall pick because we made that trade almost two months before the draft here. Love it. So with the Bears are on the clock. We're going to go. We'll just start this draft and see what the first two picks are. Okay. Caleb Williams, number one. Okay. Drake May, number two. Now, it's funny as PFF actually has a gap between. They've got Jaden Daniels as like the, uh, the 11th player on the board here. Could we get just I'm just going to throw this out. Could we get tricky here, or would you just you probably just take your guy, right? Take yeah, guy. after I made that trade, just I would just take okay. my guy. I've okay. decided that Jaden Daniels is is my future, okay. so I'm not going to cheat on Jaden Daniels. All right, we just drafted Jaden Daniels. We have a quarterback of the future, Jaden Daniels. Jacoby Brissett as the bridge guy for a few games. Draft party needed. just went wild. Can you imagine? Purple Daily draft party went crazy. Oh, we're hoping to have an announcement on that sometime very soon, by the way. So, okay, let's just, I just want to see like kind of the rest of the first round here. We can speed this up a little bit and then we'll go turbo speed to get us to the fourth round. Let's just see what else is happening. Flying through to the 32nd pick. Boom. Okay. Let's see here. So the rest of the draft played out the rest of the first round here. We got uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, actually Malik neighbors, the Cardinals go with as the first receiver off the board. Wow. What? And then Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Chargers, mm. Roma Dunze to the Giants, Brock Powers, the tight end from Georgia, to the Titans. I'm trying to see if there's a a fourth quarterback in the first round here. There wasn't. So okay. let's fly through the second round just out of curiosity to see where. There, there goes Michael Penix. Okay. So like you, you could have gone deep and, and you could do this. If you're the Vikings, you could go defense early, like stay at 11 or trade up a little bit and then go get like Michael Penix or Bo. Bo Nix went 34 here. Michael Penix, 39. Yeah. JJ McCarthy, 43. So those are your six quarterbacks. I like what we did. We got Jaden. No fear. So we'll go turbo speed here. Cause we're waiting. I don't know why this is frozen now. That would just be on top of our technical yeah, issues. Yeah, on par for today. The rest of the day here. There it's. No. It's literally freezing on the seventy seventh overall pick. Oh, no. It's the Raiders. <laughs> it's the Raiders, <laughs> just because they screw up the draft. Oh, this is classic. The simulator has no idea what to do with them. That's classic. Um, let's just do this. 
We're going to refresh this. Because <laughs> the, the people deserve to see who we pick in the fourth round. Dang yeah, it. We're just, yeah, exactly. So we're going to redo this. We'll go Turbo. We'll go Vikings. And we will make the same trade that we just made. Patriots. And we'll make the same trade. We've never had this happen before. I know. We've literally had like sick technological breakdowns yep. today. Sorry. And then, of course. And none are my fault. It's incredible. <laughs> well, you are the, technically, you are the uh, the chief technical officer of Purple, Purple Daily. Daily here, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a, that's, your, that's your mistake, not mine. So Okay, we're offering again the 11, the 42, yeah. and then two first-round picks for next year. We're going to offer the trade. They're going to accept it. We're going to start the draft. The draft plays out the same way. We get Jaden Daniels, draft him. And then go turbo? Bang, turbo. Okay. Look at that. And look at this. Now we're moving. Okay. Now we're moving. Now Sorry we're about moving. that, folks. That's okay. Okay, now we're on the clock with the 108th pick. The biggest needs are running back, interior offensive line, edge, maybe wide receiver. We got uh, some interesting options here. Audric Esteme, Esteme, the halfback from Notre Dame. Do you, you want to see who the running backs are here, boys? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Let's see here. This is where we're going to get Forno on tomorrow to talk about some of these options. Thor is going to make his comeback this week. So it looks like the Michigan running back is already off the board, unfortunately. So go back to the best uh, or the overall list, best players. Yeah. Sure. Who, who are the best players available at positions that we need? So uh, Mason's, well, positions of need. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wide receiver a little bit, but you'd be, you'd be drafting a third wide receiver here. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, cornerback, halfback. There's like there's a there's a a couple different the edge options are kind of slim here. You do have Zach Zinter, the guard from Michigan, available. Yeah, how about it's going back to so it it looks like that in the overall projection at one thirteen, the running back is pretty close to where we are. How about him right there? Yep, it's no, Notre Dame kid by the way, a ninety four point two out of a hundred grade. He had thirteen hundred rushing yards for the Irish last year and eighteen touchdowns. Let's do it. Can we take him? Pretty good little... Um, Can we catch? Can we block five, he, well, blitz? that's the thing. Like, you don't know sometimes. Like, yeah. he only caught... He, he was targeted 17 times, caught all 17, but sometimes they just aren't asked to do that. Yep. But we all will right. draft the Notre Let's Dame running him. back here. All right. Okay, we are on the clock now at 129. So okay. we can cross off our... I think we got we to... Gotta, it's less about need and more about sort of best players and value right. at this point, too. Yep. But if there's an edge like this... Justin Eboigby, I want to say. All right. So he last year for Alabama had seven sacks, 18 Ooh, quarterback Bama. hurries. Take the Bama kid, yes. Always He's six Bama. foot five, 292 pounds. So we're going to go edge rusher out of Alabama here. This kid is a pro waiting to happen. I can feel it. At the 148, we do need some linebacker depth. JT Bertrand or JD Bertrand from Notre Dame is one of the best available. Jordan we also Harris. have Drake Nugent, the center from Michigan, sitting here. Yep. Linebackers and a center. Thoughts? Um, Drake Nugent, who we have, uh, I think we either took him before or considered him in a previous mock. Yeah. I like I liked that. My guess is the kid can play guard. Let's do it. I'll turn Drake him into Nugent. a swing. 
Okay, 160. Isaiah Williams here. He's a wide receiver sitting here. Let's, 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 we should go linebacker at some point, right? I mean, they literally have like Ivan Pace and no one else. nobody else right no. now. Yep. So can I go Michigan linebacker here? Sure. Okay. And then at the 168, just looking for best players available. I mean, James Williams, the safety from Miami. You got a couple running backs here in the mix. Justin Rogers. How big is this guy? Judd likes fat interior defensive guys. 346, Judd. Oh, God, yeah. Run stopper. Run stopper. Justin Rogers from Auburn. Okay. Okay. Make it happen. And now if we have a wide receiver available to us. You want the best? Here we go. Anthony Gould from Oregon State. Yeah, it's a little bit of a reach, but not too much. He's 5'8", 172. So he's one of the smallest players in the draft. Plays inside in the slot. Speedy, though. Six, he's got 16 yards burn. of catch from the slot. He's got speed to burn, explosiveness that can be exploited. Welcome to the Vikings, Anthony Gould. And then the 230th overall pick here. Notice for the football. There okay. we go. Okay. All right. It's pretty much uh, Mr. Irrelevant time here for the Vikings. You want to draft a kicker? Sure. You know what? Uh, take, no, take the, uh, take the Iowa corner. Sebastian Castro. That's a cool name. Yeah, it's a late round pick. Yeah, he played. He was a cornerback on one of the best defenses in the country. You know? Yeah, why not? Guy's probably a stud. Okay, there we go, boys. Hey, we just drafted our 2024 class. Let's see what PFF gives us for a grade here. This draft was a victory lap the whole time because they finally got the quarterback. Yeah, we got the, the Jaden Daniels. So they gave us an A for a, the trade, a, an a, a for Jaden Daniels, that. and an a. a overall for the draft. Let's go, boys. Uh huh. Let's go. All right. Fire it up. We just fixed it. Let's the go out for steaks. Let's go out for steaks and expensive wine and champagne. That sounds awesome. Ubers uh, for everybody. Got a couple Michigan men. We got a got an Auburn edge rusher in there. Uh, my Notre Dame squad running back, too. So pretty good. Pretty good. What do you guys think? Let us know in the YouTube comment section. How do you feel about our offseason 3.0 You'll never get here. the number three pick. No, you'll never, Mackie. What are you smoking? <laughs> I love how that's the voice that Judd hears when he oh, reads negative never, comments on YouTube. You never get the number three pick. You guys are idiots. Hit us up in the YouTube comment section or on Twitter slash X and let us know what do you think of this. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment.